This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. What's up, bees? Hello. Welcome to the Brit on Blast podcast, where we put anything and everything on blast. And this week, we're coming at you from two different states. I am on the West Coast with my family. And Brit and I am in boring old <laughs> Reno, Nevada. So no adventures for me this week, but Brit is coming to you from California. Yeah. I am out here in Balboa Island and got to visit some family this week. So that was super, super exciting. Um, But before we jump into that, what's the roundup? So this week we are going to be talking about self-alignment and then we sprinkle in a little bit of human design, which I'm so excited about. And you helped me um, kind of learn about human design. And now I, I truly think about it and like identify when I'm you know, using my human design almost every single day. So thanks for that. Hey, you are welcome. Um, I'm a big fan of human design. It's the annoying thing that I talk about all the time that like people get sick of me, especially my parents, because my dad is also a projector. And so I just constantly tell him about his life without an invitation. We'll we'll speak (laughs) about that in a second. (laughs) So So, anyway, how's your week been? How's your week? Well, We asked each other the same question at the same time. (laughs) Okay, I'll go first. Okay, my week has been great. It was Valentine's Day yesterday, which is always my favorite because I just love, love so much. It's really trippy seeing you on the screen right now because you're just laughing in my face, but I think it's delayed. Okay. Because we're so off uh, right now. Like, we don't know what's happening. Like, we have no idea... There goes my dad. <laughs> this is so backwards. Oh my for us. gosh. Um, so yeah, Valentine's yeah, Day so. was awesome. I love love. Um, BLFT had a bunch of events. It's just been a really good week. Um, John obviously is the best. He, I mean, we are going to be married five years in July, and that kind of like shook me because wow. I was like, "Damn, it does not feel like we've been married that long." But he still always goes out of his way, which is really nice, and I just appreciate him a lot um but yeah how was your week how's um california how was your valentine's day all the things yeah we um took off for the coast on friday and i'm super super glad we did i get these like urges and cravings to just get out of town i love driving Mm -hmm. cross country i love an open road so i was super excited to do that and um got to see my family so i got to see my dad's side of the family grandparents all in san diego i got to see my great grandma who's 93 years old and um got to spend some time with my dad's um my dad has five siblings so this is his brother that's closest in age to him but he's just so funny my uncle mike and we had so much fun i've seen him almost every day i've been here and we watched the super bowl at his place on sunday with just our whole family it was 
so fun. And I'm really happy that in this recording, I'm actually upside down like 50 Cent was at the Super Bowl halftime show because <laughs> it's I feel like it's just me out. <laughs> Yeah, it we, is. We're in the club right now. We're in the club right now. Um, it's honestly that was... a little bit of vertigo to see myself like this. I know it's tripping me out. I have to like look away. So sorry. I'm not making eye contact, but like, this is trippy. Um, but yeah, the Super Bowl was awesome. Such a good game, but more importantly, the halftime yeah. show was off the hook. I think this is the best Super Bowl that I've seen in a long time. Just as far as the game went, normally they're not matched mm-hmm. up that well. Normally it's like, a blowout or we just have to watch Tom Brady again. So I was like really glad that we got some fresh meat in there. And it was honestly, just, it was awesome I would game. watch Tom do anything, anytime. That man is so hot. And he we wins. finally disagree on one thing. We disagree on. One yeah, thing. no, I love Tom Brady. Go. Any Tom Brady, may, like rem- the game, I'm going to be controversial. <laughs> I want to be controversial. Why? Tom Brady, for some reason, I want to just like punch him in the throat. I don't, he feels like he needs to be hit. Why? Because he's bad. so good at everything. He just like, it's just so sells at every aspect of his life. So he's like that. So Listen, I res- people. I, yeah, I respect him. I can respect that. He's the goat. I can respect that. He's one of the best quarterbacks. I just, his face annoys me. His face is like so hot. I don't know. Like it's so good. He's just good at everything. Even his face is good. It's a good Even face. Even his face is good. His freaking oh really God. fire face. Um, but uh, yeah, so the Super Bowl halftime performance. You are 50 cent. You guys on the screen, Britt is upside down and it literally is like fitty coming in. Yeah, I'm dancing up. I'm dancing in on the ceilings. Um, I'm about to sing in the club. It's going to be really fun for everybody. No, I, those were all of the greatest of all time. Speaking of goats, um, 50 Cent, Dre, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, she crushed it. Did you guys see Anderson Pock on the drums? He was out no. there on the drums. Nice. And then L- Kendrick Lamar. I don't love Kendrick Lamar, but I can respect him too. And then yeah, it was, um, came in. I saw this meme and it made me laugh because I was like, all the millennials were like, this is the best halftime show ever because they finally did something the young kids like. And then they were like, oh, wait, we're not young yeah. kids anymore. Okay. <laughs> so that so was I realized, I know, and I realized at the Super Bowl that I am the oldest by like significantly a lot. Um, and like, I'm four years, like by four years, I'm the oldest. And that's like with my oldest cousin. So I am like much older than a lot of these, like six to 10 years. And some of my cousins are in high school. I know. Mm -hmm. And so we were all chilling watching the game. And like when they came out on that like truck, but it looked like dollhouses. I said out loud at this exact same time as my cousin, I said, oh my God, if they're in dollhouses and my cousin goes, Oh my God, they're in trap houses. And I was like, Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> You're like, so I'm an, I'm an actual grandma. I'm a real life grandma. So there's that. Well, in my, that's so in funny. My head, I understood. I understood trap and I understood house, but I didn't understand what a trap house was. So I also was like, what does that mean? <laughs> and that's how, hilarious. Like, 
But at the same time, oh. you're young enough to get it. You're not like, you were like, oh, yeah, yeah, got you. Like, but you're well, not I like an old that person way. that's like, what's a trap? <laughs> a bear trap? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that in my head. I just didn't say it out loud. Got you. Well, so anyways, yeah. this was a little janky, but um, we are so excited to get into self-alignment. And um, we hope that at the very least that you leave with um, a better understanding of how to get yourself back aligned and how important it is. And also, um, we hope that you look up your human design. Yes, that is my biggest takeaway for everybody is I hope that you look up your human design. And I also will say that we're only going to have to record one more of these separated um, delayed messages, things here that we have going on. Yes. For intros. Yes. Right. This, is, this is hard to do. I don't know how people do this. This is, this is impossible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, enjoy the show, you guys. So Brit, because this is in your wheelhouse, why the Automobile Museum? I mean, you know, for me, it's about the cars all day long. I love cars. I like old cars, new cars, all the things. For me, the fact that they have the DeLorean here and the Batmobile in the same room is like, it's, it's like, a, it's ha it makes my heart happy. Um, so that's why for me, but I think for like someone like us, like doing things with all of our friends, like yeah, 160 of our close friends yes. could go to the theater. In any movie that you want. They have so many things to offer. The space camp for your kids if you like need a little break yeah. or you want to look at the cars. Reno's just really lucky to have it. It's one of the biggest collections, I think, in the country, yeah. which is awesome. It's so cool. And the fact that it's here in the biggest little city is like the coolest thing ever. So yeah, grab a bottle of tequila yeah. and come on into the theater. Yes, back to the future. Get all your friends, 160 of them. So the whole town of Reno. So everyone you know. <laughs> and watch a movie. Yep. You can find tickets at the uh, automuseum.org. Yeah. And yeah, that's where, that's where you go get your tickets. Perfect. Fun day. Britain, tell us what BLFT is all about because you know it's my favorite place to shop. The Biggest Little Fashion Truck is a family-owned and operated boutique on wheels. We got started five years ago because I had this deep desire to make women feel more confident. And I found out that one of the many ways you can enhance your confidence was through clothing. Hence our why, confidence through clothing. We love some confidence in our lives. We pride ourselves in bringing back that old school expertise in customer service by providing an experience, whether it be at our pop-up events around town. We love the pop-up events. I'm at those with her all the time and they are fire. Or we have a storefront, the Babe Cave. We just want each and every babe to feel better and be ready to be seen after shopping with us. Shop us online at the Babe Cave or our pop-up events at local businesses around town. We can't wait to see you and a little something special we have for you. Use promo code BOB20 for 20% off your purchase online. Hell yeah, I'm gonna be shopping today. So we are talking about self-alignment yep. and this is such a huge one for us because our topics, like someone asked me how we get our topics and our mm -hmm. topics always just kind of roll into each other yeah. based off something that has come up in a previous podcast or just the conversations that Britt and I have with each other because yep. we talk every week yep. and we usually just talk 
about our lives and we're pretty raw on the podcast, but we might get a little bit more intense in our conversations to each other. 100%. Um, and self-alignment just popped up naturally, organically, Mm -hmm. especially with Britt's birthday being, you know, right around the corner. Yeah. And I think like, uh, and we, we've talked about this on previous podcasts, like 31 was a really hard year for me and we're recording this the day before my podcast or before my birthday. So you guys are going to hear this like later, but what really I'm realizing is that I have been doing a lot of things that are not in alignment with what my purpose is on this earth and whoever put me on, like, you know, God put me here to do whatever it is that I'm supposed to do. And I keep you, we find these resistant moments in our lives. And I've had a lot of those in the last year and really in the last, like, I would say five years. The last time I felt truly in alignment was when I worked for um, a jewelry company. And that was a while ago. And so I'm just trying to get back into the space of like, what is it that like, who am I and who am I when people stop telling me who I am? Mm -hmm. And so, um, so that's what we want to talk about today is like self-alignment. How do we get to that space? And And like we fall out of alignment all the time. And that's normal. Right. And also you go through hardships and you kind of question everything around you. And then you go through some times in life that just seem easy where things are flowing to you. Matthew McConaughey has a book called Green Lights. And he says, you know, when you're on that roll and you're hitting all the green lights, you need to take advantage of it. And I consider that being in alignment. So we're just going to get into it. Yeah, let's do it. So the definition of alignment. We love a definition around here, y'all. We do because it just strips it down and it gives you the meaning, Mm -hmm. right? And then you can take what you want from that. Yep. The definition of alignment is arrangement in a straight line or in correct or appropriate relative positions. So pretty straightforward. I always think of alignment in my everyday life as like when you go to the chiropractor and they get your spine back into alignment or, and do you know what's crazy is after you go to the chiropractor, after you, you don't get a massage and you just feel more aligned. Mm -hmm. After you go to Kygo, you you are feeling better. You're standing a little bit taller. You walk a little bit lighter, right? Yep. Isn't that so true? You're just like, woo, what just happened? Um, or when I'm driving and I hit a curb, which happens all the freaking time. Okay. Or, it, okay, mostly in the truck because that, sh- that shit's hard to drive. I'm not even going to lie, but I'm hopping curbs all the time in that. And I knock my car out of alignment, right? How many times has this happened to all of us? And the way that you know your car is out of alignment is when you're driving on a straight road and you just take your hands off the wheel, let it go free. And it just veers to the right or veers to the left. Sometimes it's more dramatic than others, but like, then you have to take your car in and get it back in alignment, right? And your car goes out of alignment just by you driving it for long periods of time. Hitting potholes. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like you hitting an accident. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. It's just life happens to your car and it it gets out of alignment. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a great analogy, right? Good on (laughs) you. Thank you. But I was like, I can't even tell you how many times my dad's like, your car's out of alignment. You need to take it in. I'm like, fuck that. Who cares? If I just have to pull it to the right 24 (laughs) seven, I'm going to be okay. We good. But anyway, so that's the, that's the definition of alignment, right? Straight line, getting back, arranging in appropriate relative positions. Now we're going to talk about self-alignment. Yeah. So for me, I've been getting into a lot of like spirituality lately just because I'm really getting like real, really getting to know myself lately. And she's 
It's been an interesting journey. Um, but you're going to come out so much stronger and so much better from I'm, this. I'm really excited about it. Honestly, like I had a whirlwind this morning over this whole thing. And again, you guys are hearing me the day before my birthday. So I'm like having a bit of an emotional moment. But um, I think honestly, I think today was necessary. Like when I even look at today and I think to myself, we just interviewed um, Ryan and I'm thinking during that podcast, I'm like, you know, I have really... I have done the fucking hard work. And I feel like this morning, cause I cried all morning. I woke up crying and I cried mm. for like an hour and a half and I could not stop myself. I did not understand what and was you're happening. you're not a crier. I do not cry. Like I sobbed and I literally was like, my mom was like, she, it was so sweet. She's like, pretty, you have to get yourself together. You have <laughs> a podcast to record. And Aww. I was like, she's right. Like I have to. So. She, she was right. And yeah. I'm super grateful that she got you. Yeah. And then I called Britain. Britt was like, yo, this is like, you're good. Like we're good. Everything's good. And so, but I feel like I had to mourn 31 in that whole last year, not even the like 31, the age, but like the last year I lost so much. So now it's like finding out, like I lost a part of myself. So now mm-hmm. it's finding that self-alignment. So let's get literal about it. According to Neil Ramon, Um, to be in alignment with your best self implies all aspects of ourselves are in harmony and functioning. Well, we are all spiritual, emotional, intellectual, and physical beings at the same exact time. So the goal is to get those four aspects to align so we can follow the path that was designed for us so that we can fulfill our purpose on this earth. And I think we talk about purpose a lot as a society and what is our purpose on this earth and how are we going to fulfill that purpose? And I think that really does come back into getting into that flow, getting into that self-alignment. So I'm sure we can all think of times in our lives when we had that ease and that flow. Mm-hmm. For me personally, Haven and Flux, I talk about how I started that business on accident. Right. And I think that truly, like I did start it on accident and everything about it in the beginning was easy and it mm-hmm. did get harder along the way, but it's because I started to make it something it wasn't. I started to make it more complicated than it needed to be. Mm-hmm. And the same thing happened with Brit on Blast, only we've stayed in the ease. So far. So far, yeah. Right. So um, so so that's what it is for me. Um, what is it for you? Well, for me, that definition, like to be spiritual, emotionally, intellectually, and physically in harmony mm-hmm. at the same time, it seems intimidating yeah. because looking back, I'm trying to remember when every realm of my life was in harmony. And I, I honestly don't remember a time. Um, I can identify certain time periods where things were clicking and I felt good mentally, physically, spiritually. But then I remember emotionally I was going through a loss, Mm -hmm. a loss of my grandma, loss of my aunt. So I don't think I will ever be truly 100% in harmony, self-aligned, until, I mean, for me, it's until I like walk through those pearly gates of heaven. Like I know that that's when I'm going to be like free of pain, perfect body, all of that. So I have that in my mind as like the, the bar set high as like my scale. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, I just feel like, you know, there's definitely times when things are clicking and I'm flowing and all of that. But I also started to really think about the human design that you always talk about. Yeah, so Britt is always like your projector and it's based off of, you know, your birth date time. Yeah. You, you're going to get into I'm that. I'm going to get into it. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, but I started to research that and like, I've noticed the times when I'm aligned in my life. And like, I think that, um, when those, when that time is happening, everything is just flowing to me. And I noticed that when I'm 
aligned physically and I'm putting my physical health first, everything kind of flows from that. Isn't that weird? Yeah. So that's like a huge one for me. Yeah. And I think that like for me right now, and I think the reason I've gotten in so deep into human design is because I, I have lost both of my grandparents within nine weeks of each other recently. Yeah. And when I look at both of them, I look at my grandmother and she left behind a true legacy. When she left us, I was like, she left us behind. Like I, I need to carry on her legacy. Like I need to, there's a reason I'm here. Like there's a reason she taught me what she taught me. There's a reason with my papa, he really had the financial aspect under control. Like he truly was the, I mean, he was a very successful man. Like he worked from literally being very poor to being very successful financially and otherwise. I mean, he's, he was an architect and his buildings are all over the country. He has beautiful buildings that he's built, um, properties that he's managed. Like he left behind a lot of knowledge about financials. Ironically, the last days of his life were spent in a, um, like, what are those called? The living homes for old hospice, not hospice. It's like where old people go, like, like an old folks home. Yeah. Okay. But it's so funny because he has all of these properties, like all of this money and he has like four outfits, his stink gum, which is his cologne and he never leaves anywhere without it. And he's in this small dorm room sized space and he has all these homes and you can't take it with you and you can't take it with you. Mm-hmm. And it just was like, okay, so what's the point? Like we talk about getting to the pearly gates, right? Like we, we all want to go to heaven. We all want to like see what that looks like, but what are we doing here? And what are we leaving behind so that we make sure that this place is a better place? And to me, I've struggled with that a lot because for me, it's a lot, I've been in some really, well, I've been in one very toxic relationship. So for me, it's, unconditioning those things that I was told about myself. So mm-hmm. let's talk about human design In walks my best friend, um, human design, not Britain, but she was there too. <laughs> um, I've never been into astrology. I just want to like forewarn people about that. I never felt like my sign other than I'm emotionally disconnected, but that could explain like conditioning as well from mm-hmm. childhood and stuff like that. So, um, it made sense to me that if my period could sync up with the moon, then so should my mental state. (laughs) Right. But like, turns out I hate people telling me what to do about anything, especially my life, which when I explain my human design, even that will make sense in a second. Um, so a few things that are important to know here, and I'm going to run through these really quickly. Um, but this is just for like, when we talk about human design, this is what we mean. Yeah. This is what we mean. So Britt, why intentional candles for mental health? Because building healthy habits around your intentions can have a positive impact on not only your mental health, but your overall productivity. I wanted to create a premium non-toxic candle that reminded my customers that life is complex and we can live in the and space. Talking about mental health and mental illness doesn't always have to be scary or depressing. Uh, Sometimes it can be fun and enlightening. We are wildly unique and expansive creatures as we've talked about on the podcast before. And we can be many things in a day. And sometimes we just need to light a candle to remind ourselves who the fuck we are and what we are capable of. I 100% agree with that. Plus your candles smell so good and they fill up my whole house. I hear you have something special for our listeners. I do. I have a little promo for our bees. Y'all can head to havenandflux.com and use code BOB20 at checkout to get 20% off your order. I hope y'all enjoy.
and foremost, human design. Um, I liked that it combined science and astrology to explain how we functioned. Hold on one second. My dad is calling me. Let me just <laughs> decline his call. Sorry, dad. Um, human design uses data to de- determine your exact placement in time and space relative the, to the solar system and star fields around you at your precise moment of birth. So it does use your birth date, the location that you were born at, your city and state, and then it uses your time of birth. Um, it uses 64 codons of the human genetic code and the 64 hexagrams of the I Ching, which is a tool used by Chinese to better understand human nature. Britain's face right now is cracking me up. No, I'm just learning. This yeah. is so interesting. <laughs> My gosh. Um, so each one of these 64 compartments carries a unique meaning, which is allows us to see in depth which characteristics make up your being. Y'all are like, what the fuck is a codon? I'm like, I know that's yeah. Britain's face. She's I was like, like <laughs> she's like, what is this? Elaborate. So, yeah. So um, it's a trinucleotide sequence of DNA or RNA um, that corresponds to a specific amino acid. That genetic code describes the relationship between the sequence of DNA, DNA bases in a gene and the corresponding protein sequence that it encodes. God, this is too sciencey. But that's the point because, like, sum it up. I don't want to have. He's like, fuck it. I need a one-liner here. All right, one li- gonna- human design combines science and astrology to explain how we function best. Okay, okay. So-, so human design combines science and astrology to explain how we function best. Yes, I can. I can digest that. And I needed people to hear that because I was like, we're not entirely insane. Like this felt like when I first started doing this, I was like, I sound like a, I sound like a psychopath. Like. What am I talking about? I'm telling everybody that I'm I a just projector. didn't know what you were talking about at first. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know what? Like, cause you would be like, you're a projector. Like this is what you do. And so once I started looking up, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. It's really interesting to figure out what you are. Yeah. And it helps you be like, that's why I am the way I am. And it makes sense. Like right. it literally, it was the first time that anybody like people tell, I've had so many people be like, oh my God, you're an Aquarius. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. And they'll be like, well, you're this way. And I'm like, nah, bro. Like, yeah. Uh-uh. Like, I feel like, yeah, I've never really, I don't know, identified with my sign because a Taurus is so stubborn and I'm not stubborn at all. No. And I'm like, uh, so. And so there's a lot of other pieces. And so this is what I love about this. So funny, fun fact about Britton and I is we're both projectors and we have pretty much the, almost the exact same design. Wow. Except for you'll have like, so basically there's like the chakras that are within your body and, Uh and, and Britton has her throat and her heart center defined. I do not, which means that she knows within her very core being, like nobody can get through to her on that. Like she already knows what it is. So she shouldn't seek outside validation for that. My defined space. And you also have your root and your um, spleen, which is instincts. We'll get into that later. But like, so, you know, instinctually, like what you're supposed to be doing in life. Like it'll be like a split second reaction to something. And you're like, yeah, that's what I'm going to be doing. Some people will view that as impulsive. So we'll go through these really quickly. But the the key thing here is that Britain and I, even though we're the same design, we're still very different. That's why people are like Britain. Like I have kind of like a chaotic vibe to me, which I'm cool with. I like that about myself. And Britain is much more calm. And like, I think that's what makes us work so well together because Mm -hmm. we have the same design, the same goals, but we are very different and we, we really balance each other very well. So there are five profile types and that's like what we're talking about right now. So we have generators. Those are builders, doers, steadfast finishers, and sacral energy all-stars. So those guys, like, basically, they should be doing whatever feels best to them. Like, Mm -hmm. if it feels good, they should follow it. Manifesting generators are literally, like, 
the most energetic people in the world. Like if you can think of the people who are doing 500 things at once, like they never, they always have a million hobbies. They can't just do one thing. They're multi-passionate and they're a hybrid of both a generator and a manifester. A manifester is another profile. Those are the initiators of life. So, I mean, that's pretty much cut straight, right? Like you can manifest like those people are meant to start things. Typically those are the people who like, if you can imagine like you have somebody in your family, this is my mom, like she'll start a project and then like my dad and I will have to finish it. Mm -hmm. And like, that's a very manifester person. Manifestors and generators are great together because they'll finish projects together. Projectors are what Britain and myself are. We're the leaders, the guides and innovators who bring a unique point of view to everything. So that's why we're constantly challenging. And I'm usually yelling into this microphone. Uh, (laughs) Um, And then reflectors, so projectors and reflectors make up the smallest population of the world. Reflectors only make up 1% of the entire population. And they're the seers and mirrors reflecting out the health and well-being of any environment. Interesting. So they literally will just reflect back to you. Like also a horrible experience for reflectors is that typically people get mad at them because they see themselves in a reflector and then a reflector is like, yo, that's not my problem. Yeah. Just because you're fucked up, that's on you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So... I'm going to keep going and then we're going to get into like, I, I want Britain to talk about the practical side of this because I've done so much research on this and this has like really helped me get into alignment mm-hmm. and it's hard to stay in alignment. And we like, we talked about that too, but there are the things that you need to know most in the, in this space are your profile, which is your energy type, your authority. So that's going to be your intuition and how you best make decisions because this can be really overwhelming at first. Yeah, it is. I've already, I'm like, wow. I know. And I so, know nothing about myself. Yeah. Well, you do. You do know. And <laughs> it's just, just unconditioning the things that like, like people told me I was impulsive. Well, that's in my design. Those are my instincts. Right. That's what makes me who you are. Who and makes I you am. strong. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so like, um, anyway, so, so you need to know your profile, your authority. So that's how you make decisions best and your strategy, which is how you make things actually happen in life. So how you best make decisions and how you make things happen. Um, so for authority types, I really recommend looking up your chart and Britain's going to get into how we do that in a second, um, to know what your authority type is. I'm only really familiar with mine at this point and my close friends and family. Mine is splenic, which is my instincts. And we just talked about that a second ago. This is why I'm so great to be with in an emergency situation. Oh Yeah. Um, the way I make decisions is split second. Mm -hmm. People often describe me as impulsive, like we just said, but I can look at a menu, glance at the options, not even read the description of them and immediately know what I want without reading the description. Like I will, my mom gets so angry. She's a manifester and she, hers is emotional intuition. So she has to like emotionally feel it. Like she has to sit with it for a while. Whereas I am literally, I look at it and I'm like, something will call out to me on the menu. Wow. And if I don't make the decision, my gut, my first instinct decision, usually I'm disappointed with what I'm eating. Wow. Um, and then mine in Britain, we have the most annoying strategy in my opinion, which is, um, we have to be invited. Yes. I feel that hardcore. Yeah. So if we give information or advice without being invited, people will usually not receive that information. And then we will fall into our not self, which is bitterness, which I totally can relate to when I'm not in alignment. I am a bitter bitch and that's not who I am. Like, I am loving, outgoing, kind, like, yeah. but if I am not happy with myself or if I'm not in alignment, I'm bitter. I remember right when I got done playing softball, 
I was so heartbroken because I had like lost this identity Mm -hmm. and I was working and I was just not a happy person. I was bitter about everything, like how softball ended, which I had no reason to be. I was bitter about all these things. And like, now I look back and I'm like, that was not me. Yeah. I quit my job. I bought the truck. I got an alignment. I started to do what I was meant to do on this earth and started to just trust that maybe I'm not in control of everything and to just, you know, not take myself so seriously. And everything since then has been pretty much flowing for me. And I feel, and we talked about this the other day. I feel like the difference between Britain and I right now is that I'm still finding out like who I am without everybody telling me who I am. Well, you're just going through a different chat. Like I know that one's coming. I told you that I like know that something's about to come in to change. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel it. So and and for me, I'm very impatient. So I what I'm trying to learn is like, especially with relationships, I like to like control things. And so I'm like, all right, I just gotta like sit back <laughs> oh, really? and like, yeah, I'm a controller. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. You're so, good at it though. You're good at controlling. I think that but I have to be invited to do it. People right. have to be like, you know, I'm and you know, MD and I were talking about this, like even between the two of us, like you and I were together a lot. We had had a lot of things that we were doing together. I knew that I respected you. I knew that I like enjoyed being around you. The first time we connected was when we were at that um, meeting and we both were like, yeah, we're not doing female entrepreneur stuff. Like we're entrepreneurs, we're business owners. Like it doesn't have to be female in front of it. We want everybody to be equal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's, it's true. We have to be invited. And like, I feel that really hardcore. Like I don't go out of my way. Most things like flow to me, which is nice. And like, I don't know. That's why the people who like persist and like continue to text me, like, I feel like they're the ones that show up big in my life, which is, yep. And I don't mean to do it. It's just my personality, right? It just happens. So if you don't know what you are, which you probably don't and very understandable, you can go to myhumandesign.com. That's what I did because Britt was just talking all this stuff to me. (laughs) And I am so glad that I did. I'm so glad that you brought human design into my life. I mean, you guys all know that I'm like big into God and I have a very strong faith, but this has helped me identify the times in my life when I was in alignment and also when I wasn't. It also opened up this sense of validation for me and satisfaction I kind of found out I was innately doing what my type was. Mm -hmm. And as a projector, we're supposed to allow things to come to us, like we said. And I can totally see the difference in my alignment when I'm doing this. Yeah. And when I'm out of alignment, I'm out there trying to like manipulate and force things to try to control my future. And they don't work out for me. When I sit back and I show up as myself, things like I've said, they come to me and I don't have to worry and like try to like, you know, force these pieces into the puzzle that don't fit. Yeah. I mean, and that's really, that's really what it comes down to. And it really does like, you know, we all, society tells us who we're supposed to be, right? Mm -hmm. Like we all have these people in our lives that think things are supposed to be like, I wasn't supposed to go to college. Okay. Everything I learned, I learned in the field. I'm not somebody who sits in class. And so I think that it's like getting back to those things. And that doesn't mean it's for everybody. So, um, I just, it's so interesting because Britton and I talk about that too. We're like for a projector, if you are a projector opposite of a manifesting generator where they have all of this energy to go all day long, like they Mm -hmm. can literally go 12 hours. Mm -hmm. Britton and I have been working 12 hour days, 15 hour days. Mm -hmm. And, and what happens? We get exhausted. We burn out. We burn out really quick. Well, a projector isn't designed. Our energy type is designed to only work four to five hours efficiently. We're supposed to work really quickly, really efficiently, which is what I, I noticed because I'm pretty much my hours of operation are 10 to three, nice. like every single yeah, day. And I love that. 
Well, it doesn't mean I do that. It's like, no, but I can relate to that so intensely because like I'm best in the morning. And like I've talked about by the end of the day, my decision fatigue is like through the roof. And I'm just like, I can't. Yeah. I simply can't. I can barely have a conversation. Yep. And I think even like when I think about the times in my life where I've been getting the things that I want is like, even when Haven and Flux started, like I was literally in the woods a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, and I I find myself craving like a hike or a walk or the outdoors or the lake or a boat or snowboarding or something like I have to be outdoors. And that's how projectors typically recharges in nature. And so, um, and I think the best way to explain it for me um, is what my my old team used to call tin cup encounters. <laughs> oh, 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 I love those. I've had a few. Yeah. So I'd go on the road for weeks at a time and come back with the craziest stories about people approaching me for all sorts of things. And I think we talked about one, like a grocery store situation with mm-hmm. one of our... <laughs> one of our guests, but, um, when I was on the road, I was alone for weeks at a time and I didn't know about human design at the time. Um, but I'd be on, on the road for, for weeks at a time. And, um, I'd be with no one to influence my behavior. So my ex-husband wasn't there. I was just fully by myself because it was easy to, easy to be. Um, and my old boss who was incredibly encouraging when it came to me being my full self, like he did not want some muted version of me. He wanted like big picture, big energy tin cup. So I leaned into it. I give presentations um, at these huge stores and have like huge audiences and have people completely captivated. I'd be on sales floors. And if I could get one customer to be interested in what I was doing, I'd have five to 10 people within minutes. Um, I'd have strangers approach me in hotels, airports, grocery stores, which we've talked about that too. Um, Lyft drivers would tell me their entire life story. I feel that so hard. Like that's like the most, I, I, and I don't want to call that. it annoying because I should be grateful for it, but like- I love it, but yeah. It's, whoa. Mm-hmm. And I never got it. I never understood the allure to people to me. I was like, why did people like me or trust me with this information? Why could I do this on the road and not at home? Because then when I was at home, I shrank myself again. Oh. I quieted myself for the people who I made uncomfortable. And I let others tell me I wasn't smart or I was too loud or too much on the road. It wasn't like that. I was exactly who I was meant to be. I was easy. I was free. And so I think about, um, think a lot about, and I, we're going to get into some practical application here. But I think a lot of who we are is because people along the course of our lives have told us what we are supposed to be. And I still have people do that. Like I have people slide into my DMs telling me all sorts of shit all the time. And I'm like, you don't even know me anymore. Like you don't know me. And just don't listen to the podcast if you're going to do that. Yeah. And if you're going to like, it's called Brit on blast. Okay. We put everything on blast. If you don't like it, like fucking don't listen. But also we love our listeners. But also we, but those of you who listen to us and enjoy that we push it on blast, like we appreciate you and we Mm -hmm. love you and we know that you're here for you. and, And we're here to do this for like, a purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that, you know, we're told who we're supposed to be, that we're supposed to go to college, the respected fewer doctors and lawyers. And that is true. I have a hell of a lot of respect for those people. Totally. But this whole world doesn't function if all of us are only doctors and lawyers. Right. It's like, I need everybody to remember that. And as an adult now, it's all about unbecoming those characteristics that people told us who we are. Um, so that we can be our best selves. I'm too loud as an example. Yes, but that's not a bad thing. No, I'm aggressive, but that's what's made me a great athlete, leader, and businesswoman. Mm -hmm. All right, so you guys know that I live for Western wear, specifically my boots and my hat. So I wanna talk a little bit about a brand new brand that is new to Reno, Nevada and is from our beautiful babe over here. So Britton, tell us what Murdoch's is. Well, first of all, hats have been one of my truest loves since I was a kid. I swear I had a hat on in every single picture as a child. 
and then they quickly became a BLFT signature. We couldn't find the hat that was just perfect, and so we decided to design our own. Murdoch's is a family brand that started in the great state of Nevada in the 1950s. My great-grandparents started Murdoch's Western Wear. Fast forward 60 years, the Murdoch sisters recreate this homegrown brand by curating a hat line that embodies the spirit of Nevada. We were raised in this amazing state and we watch Nevadans' ability to put in a hard day's work on the ranch followed by a hard night's play at the casinos. We pulled inspiration from the everyday beauty around us, the sunsets, Lake Tahoe, the mountains, and the forests. I'm not gonna lie, I have full body chills right now because you hit so many nails on the head just now. Like there's nothing that screams Reno, Nevada more than family and community and a little bit of Western. So the fact that you put all of our favorite things together and then you made it all about like bringing back the roots of your family brings me so much joy. Y'all need to check out Murdoch's Hats. Where do you find them? Murdoch'sHatsInApparel.com. We love it. Go shop y'all. Let's talk about why it's so important to be in alignment. Um, Britton, can you kind of jump into that a little bit? Okay. So when you're in alignment, you'll experience these things. These are according to Neil, our friend, Neil Ramon. We like him. So when you're in alignment, you're going to have greater levels of joy, self-expression, and creativity. Um, You're overall happier. You're more confident in yourself. You're feeling yourself. Yep. And your creativity is just flowing through life. Like it can come out in so many different ways. Life seems easy. Yeah. You're light on your feet. It just, things are coming to you. It's easy. And that doesn't mean that things won't be hard. No. Like I want to be really clear about that too. Like it's going to be easy, but it's also going to be hard. It's just that those hard things are going to be like clearer to you on how to approach and handle them. Right. They're not like going to ruin your week, month year, right? You're just kind of like, okay, yeah, this bad thing happened and I'm just going to keep going and address it and take care of it. Yeah. Shorter recoveries. Right. So you're going to have less turmoil or chaos. So you don't have feelings of frustration or in my case, bitterness. Um, Things are peaceful and there's no turmoil in relationships or business. You're going to have lower levels of stress. As an adult, I'm learning that there's no such thing as (laughs) stress-free, right? Like I'm like, okay, I used to like think that adults just didn't have shit to do or like worry about because they were just, they were in control. They could stay up late. They could eat whatever they wanted. Turns out adulting is just like handling your stress better because if I'm relaxing, if I'm sitting on the couch, like watching Netflix, it's not because I don't have anything to do. There's a freaking laundry list of shit that I have to do. I'm just choosing to shelf it. Right. So have yeah. you seen that meme where it's like, it's like, I remember being a kid and like, couldn't wait to like be an adult so that I could stay up past 9 PM or I could have a bedtime like of whenever I wanted. And turns out that bedtime is still 9 PM. Right. Yeah. <laughs> seriously. I mean, yeah. So you're going to have lower levels, uh, levels of stress. You'll have confidence that everything will work out and you, you don't let the things shake you. You're just kind of like, you it's know. a quicker recovery time. Right. You're going to have the stress, but you're going to come back quicker from it. And you're grounded. You're like, okay, this is nothing. Yeah. You're going to have higher self-control or Mm self-discipline. So when you're in alignment, you are disciplined and it comes easy. The habits that you created become second nature. You're working out, you're meditating, you're taking care of yourself. Your boundaries are established and respected and you're living authentic. Did y'all see what we did there? Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. boom. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, so... 
you're in control. You're and if y'all disciplined. Are, if y'all are new here, go back and listen to self. Uh, what what was it? it was authenticity, authenticity habits. Number 10 and number 11. Yes. Yes. So signs that you're <clears throat> out of alignment. And I don't know if you're a listener right now that maybe you can listen or you can relate to this. This um, is how I've felt a lot of the time. Oh, you want me to explain it? Well, I'll go through and you mm-hmm. can. So if you're feeling these things right now, we're going to give you tips on how to get back realigned. Yes. So signs you're out of alignment. You're feeling unsettled, restless, edgy, or anxious a lot. Mm -hmm. Having a knowing or feeling something that is off or not right. You're forcing things to happen because things are effortful rather than effortless. Mm -hmm. Losing connection to what ignites your spirit or what makes you feel alive. Having health changes, whether they're mental, emotional, or physical. I'm going to jump in on this one real quick because I'm just coming off of a cold. I had a cold last week, the common mm-hmm. cold. We keep talking about this, but I love the fact that I got a, a regular ass cold. Um, In COVID times, that feels like a really- Did you special, test though? Yeah, tested several times, negative every single time. Oh, shit. I know, I feel good about it. I feel good. I mean, the cold still sucked really bad, but like- <laughs> Yeah, of course, but no one cares anymore. No, 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 no. But what I would like to say is that for a week and a half, I was working 12 hour days, which goes against my design. Yeah. I was working 12 hour days every single day. I partied over the weekend. I like went too hard. I wasn't getting the sleep that I needed. And I remember we left the last week's podcast on Tuesday and we both looked at each other and we were like, we're fucking exhausted. Yeah. Like I have never been as tired. We couldn't even like complete a conversation. We were like, dude, see ya. Like I'm too fucking tired. I can't do this. Yeah. We just got in our cars. The next day I tried to do a little bit of work did not work. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to listen to my design and I'm literally just going to do what makes me feel good and just sit, sit and relax and rest. The next morning I woke up with a sore throat. Wow. Like I, I it was, it was like, my body was like, yeah, bro, you went too hard. So we're going to force you. And we always talk about that. Like if you don't rest, your body's going to force you right. to do it. Like off days for sure. But yeah. isn't that crazy how like one thing kind of started a domino effect and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you're out of alignment. So having health challenges, um, not dreaming of what's possible for you. Like the second that you stop looking to the future or dreaming or trying to visualize like better things for yourself, you're out of alignment. You get stuck in the day-to-day in the, just the nonsense and like, you know, what are they, the hamster wheel of life versus looking at Eagle's point of view, if you will. Um, I'm loving what you're doing today. I just really like to put an umbrella on everything. I love it. I love it. Um, Everything's connecting. We're really in alignment over here. We are. (laughs) It's because of the habits. Um, (laughs) And last one, numbing out how you're feeling and masking what's going on for you. So if you're just like numb, like, you know, you were talking about, sometimes you have to put music on to feel something. Yeah. If you're numbing out how you're feeling and just kind of like suppressing it, that is a sure sign you're out of alignment. Yep. So like I said, if you listen to this list and you related to every single thing on the list or maybe a couple, that's okay. Every person has been out of alignment at different times in their life. Yeah. The key is to identify when you're out of alignment and take small steps to get back into alignment. It doesn't have to be this huge thing because that seems overwhelming. So mm-hmm. I know for me, when I'm out of alignment, some just one thing that I can do that will help me get back into alignment, alignment is to um, dive really deep into my habits and to start putting my physical health first. I know when I feel good physically that it kind of snowballs from there, like I said. So, 
And I think that like, you know, we've talked about human design, right? Could could be a little bit like astrology, right? Somebody mm-hmm. tells you you're, you're an Aquarius and you're supposed to do these things and you got to act this way. And this is what your life is going to look like. And these are, that's not what human design is. Okay. It's your, it's your energy type mm-hmm. and how you're supposed to react and not react in situations in order to be on the path that is easiest for you. You get to make those decisions. It's not something you take so literally, right? It's just a guide. So in that spirit, let's talk about the five ways to be in alignment real quick. And then we'll wrap it up for you guys. So you can kind of get on with your day. Um, the first thing is to identify who you'd be if you're being your best self. Right. So to me, that was human design. It was like, who am I actually supposed to, what is my, what is my role on this earth? Like, how am I supposed to be engaging? Because what was happening is I was shoving my opinion down everybody's throat and, and I was getting a lot of pushback and Mm -hmm. people were calling me things that I, and I was getting, and I was feeling bitter and I was like, uh, uh, so first figure out who you'd be if you were living in alignment, picture who you'd be. Visualize it, visualize it, work backwards from there. Yep. How do you get to be that person? Yep. And think about what you'd be doing. Literally, what are the small tasks? We talk about checking one box at a time. What are the small tasks you'd be doing every day as that person mm-hmm. that you identify as? Number two is ask for inner guidance. Okay. You have everything you need within you. Okay. You think that somebody else is going to tell you what you're supposed to do. Nah. Okay. You have it within you. The answers are most of the time inside of you. Sometimes we suppress our inner thoughts or feelings or truths because we don't want to face them or because we're too busy to address them. Or in addition to that, because somebody told us that they're not valid, you need to learn how to validate yourself. Mm -hmm. Okay. So carve out a little bit of time for calm and silence, meditation, working out. That's where we like to be. Mm -hmm. Um, Britain, I know you like to pray a lot too. So that's another really good way to do that and really be with yourself. Three is pay attention to what's happening around you. You are always receiving clues or signs to move your life forward. We've talked about the wolf for me. Whenever I see the wolf, I know I'm on the right path. I always know I'm on the, the right animal, path. not the, the, the relationship. Oh my God. Yeah. For once, we're not talking about the man. Yeah. Um, trust life is happening for you instead of to you. Um, if something doesn't feel right, it usually isn't. And that's really the instinct. That's your intuition, right? For Britain and I, it's instinctual. Some people have gut, which means you have like a full body reaction to it. My mom's is emotional. So like she'll um, she'll emotionally react to things, which usually is screaming or crying, mm-hmm. which makes me then have an engagement. But see, that's not for me to take on. That's her thing. And I right. have to support her in that. So um, if something doesn't feel right, it usually isn't. Tapping into your intuition is a powerful way to connect to your higher self. Um, do you want to read these last two? Let go of any preconceived plans or ideas of how things should be. I talk about this all the time. If you have to force something to happen, it's usually a sign that you're off. Yep. Um, Most things, most times things don't happen as you expect them to. So learning to trust yourself is a powerful way to let go of needing to know how things will unfold. This is huge for me. Once I realize like I'm actually not in control, it just like, I relinquished so much pressure off of myself yeah. and it just made me a happier person. And I hate to tell everybody this. It's like a Drake song. Like this is God's plan. Yeah. Like, you don't get to fucking decide. Right. For real. Because I mean, we're, it's so fragile. So I want to say the last one. Cause this okay. one's so hard. Like I just read it and it was like, yeah, this is it. Yeah, go find the right support. Okay. So I think that for me, I've had to discount, you know, we talk about loss and I like was struggling this morning because I was thinking about how much I lost this last year. I don't always have the answers 
I have surrounded myself in my life with a lot of the wrong people, a lot of alcoholics, a lot of drug addicts, a lot of people who are really self-centered, narcissists, all of it, like, like, <laughs> like diagnosed. Okay. It's okay to ask others for ideas for your help, but you are the sum of the people that you surround yourself with. When I mm -hmm. started surrounding myself with people who had common interests in, in me and they knew how to support me and knew how to love me and take care of me in the way that I needed them to. And I was able to return that for them. Having a network of people who are encouraging and supportive will make all of the difference. I'm telling you that from support, from experience. Mm -hmm. um, I cannot express that enough. They guide you when you're off track and get you back on track. Britain is the first person I call now um, between her and Holly, only because Holly has known me for my entire life um, that I call who are like, yo, this is it like hard, hard facts, but also we love you and it's going to be okay. Right. So, so just to recap five ways to be in alignment, identify who you'd be if you're being your best self, ask for inner guidance, pay attention to what's happening around you, mm -hmm. let go of any preconceived plans or ideas of how things should be and find the right support. Mm -hmm. In closing, I think that whether you're in or out of alignment, you can get back into alignment with a few easy shifts. Mm -hmm. Like I said, it doesn't have to be this overwhelming thing. It's a few minor shifts in your day-to-day -day life and you can get yourself back to alignment and then identify when you are back in alignment and try to stay there. When you're in alignment, things are effortless. You can reach optimum productivity and performance so much easier than when you're out of alignment. 100%. Yep. Absolutely agree with all of that. Um, if you guys have not looked into human design, it's a good just like start off point. Don't take it so literal. Definitely don't take it so literal. Yeah, just like, I mean, I just took what you told me and then I like researched a little bit more and it was so cool to identify the like why I am the way that I am. Yeah, and um, my human design has an app. So you guys can check that out if you are interested. If you do have any questions, I'm not an expert, but I do have a pretty good idea because I've been literally forcing everybody that I love. She is an expert. We went to Bricky's one night and she talked for like a half hour and told every single person at the table. Their design. Yeah. Their design. I do love it. I just, it's such My a helpful My husband tool. was like, does Brit work for human design? Yeah. And I was like, it's not like a corporation. It's interesting because <laughs> also that's in my design is like my profile is a one three. So my whole life, my whole purpose on this earth is to have the experience, like hard experiences and then to share those experiences with the world to try to make it a better place. Yeah. So, um, well, you're doing my, that. Yeah. So this was my experience. And like, when I do that, it seems to work. And that's why the mental health thing is so important to me because I've experienced it. And I want people to know, like, it's not what you think it is and we need to be better about it. So, um, think about your alignment. Are you yeah. in alignment? Are you out of alignment? Check out your human design. Yep. Let us know what you are. I want to know. I like, want to know. So actually let's do a fun little thing. Y'all, if you are interested in looking up your human design, look it up, screenshot this episode, tag us in your stories with what your actual human design is. I'm so curious to know what you are, what yeah. your profile type is. Um, and then follow along. Are we ready to wrap this up? You yeah. Good? You good? All right. So, uh, follow along. You guys know the drill Brit on blast. Find us at BLFT Reno and Haven Influx. And y'all give Phoenix Media a follow too. We love this guy. We couldn't do this without him. Christian at Phoenix Media, Phoenix with an F. If you liked the show, subscribe and review Brit on Blast on whatever platforms you're listening to. We love you all so much. Thank you for being here for another episode of yes, Brit on Blast. Thank you for giving us your time. Yeah, we appreciate you for letting us do what apparently we're designed to do. I guess so. Cheers. Cheers, y'all. Cheers,